Welcome to the second episode of the Pagosa Adventures podcast. Again, I have Ben, my partner at Pagosa Supply Co. here. What's up, everybody? Yep. Now, Ben, in all, you know, in full disclosure here, Ben is not an RVer. Not an RVer. But you're getting into it, right? Never have been. I'm learning more. You're inspiring me. Yeah, Your but, RV adventures. Yeah, but you are a genius when it comes to getting products made and shipping and all of that stuff. Working so, on it. Yeah. We're excited about the ones we've already produced. So, yeah, absolutely. We've got some really cool stuff coming up, too. You know, our skylight is, uh, we got the final production of that. But anyway, I just want to talk a little bit about my recent trip to Colorado, yes. man. Last time we spoke, you were planning it, about to go on it. Yep. Now and you're back. You've, it seems like you're gone for forever. <laughs> we were gone 12 days. So it's the longest that we had spent in the leisure travel van. So I spent 12 nights in the leisure travel van. So we do a lot of weekends, do a lot of three, four day trips, things like that. But this was 12, 12 nights. And honestly, I didn't want to come home. I'll be honest with you. What was your uh, favorite destination? Well, we, we, we spent a few days in Oklahoma at, at my sister-in-law's um, ranch, her and her husband's ranch, which was beautiful. And we mooch docked there. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I call it mooch docking, but it, he, Fred, he's got 30 amp service. He even had a sewer clean out and he's got everything. He's, he's man, his place is unbelievable. And then we went to a uh, state of a night or two in Chama, New Mexico, which I love that place too. Underrated, I hear. Yes, beautiful. And then went and spent um, some days in Creed, Colorado. My cousin was there. My sister was there. So we had a mini family reunion. So it's fun. In perfect weather all around. Oh, my gosh. It was such great weather. It, was, it got freezing uh, a few nights. Um, got like 28, 29. A lot of people, you know, are worried about, you know, with the leisure travel van, they're not four seasons. So they're not, you know, if you're going to go winter camping, you got to winterize, get all the water out of the lines, um, everything like that. But, you know, for, you know, a few hours overnight, you don't need to worry about, you know, is, are my pipes going to freeze? No, they're not. And so how did you stay warm? Just yeah, the furnace. Yeah the, yeah. yeah, the furnace uh, worked great. Um, the only thing that I did not... That I'm taking it. I'm taking the leisure travel in for warranty next week over to uh, Vaught RV. I had a few things that went wrong. Uh, actually, had a cabinet f- uh, a drawer that fell apart. Fell apart. Yeah, <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> Meaning you were opening it, you yeah. were driving. What happened? Yeah, I, I don't know. The screw snapped, and so um, off of the yeah. So it was something that I wasn't expecting. And leisure travel vans have very good cabinetry. I don't want don't don't mistake me with that. Uh, but yeah, it, it fell apart. So that was issue one, issue two. Issue two is my propane. There also, there's also a, um, an alarm for carbon monoxide and for propane. Now, obviously you want that working well. My problem was for unexplicably, my propane alarm would go off when there was nothing propane on and it would not go off during the day whenever, you know, you know, you say, well, it could be the stove leaking or it could be, you know, was the furnace or something like that. No, no we weren't, we weren't running anything. Um, and the propane alarm would just go off in the middle of the night for no apparent reason before I turned the furnace, the furnace wasn't on, nothing was on. I even turned off my hot water heater. Uh, but so I'm going to have them check out the, the, cause it went off at one o'clock every night. Interesting. Like on the dot. Interesting. So there's, there seems like there's what components are involved in like the RV. There's a water tank. There's a propane tank. Yeah. There's a battery. So for so for propane, the stove runs off propane. Okay. The the furnace runs off propane. The refrigerator runs off propane. 
Um, are these like those little propane tanks that I cook on my grill with? Are these like no? Okay, no. A lot of RVs have that. Like trailers have that. Gotcha. If the wheels have that, um, the the leisure travel van has a large. I think it's a sixteen gallon tank that is built in. It's permanent. It's got a you know when you fill it up, it's got an out outside um, filler um, where you fill it. It's not one that you could go trade in at Walmart. Gotcha. You know, kind of wish it was because that would make it things easier, but it's not. So it's built in. And then the uh, the hot water heater, the Truma hot water system is also propane. So I don't think any of those were leaking because they never went off except at one o'clock in the morning when nothing was on. Because the yeah. first night I learned, I said, oh, maybe the hot water. I, so I turned off the Truma. Gotcha. You know, the, the refrigerator was on shore power. Yeah. The furnace was not on. So I didn't have anything propane on. Nothing changed except at one o'clock in the morning, the, the alarm went off. Every so, night, every night. So what kind of warranty do you get? Do they just fix it? You just bring it in for a year? Two years. So okay. Leisure Travel Van has a two-year warranty. Now then, I don't, um, and then, you know, our very first uh, probably month that I had it, our leveling system went out, the equalizer. Um, and then Leisure Travel Van doesn't cover that. Equalizer covers that. So equalizer, so the the where I store, National Indoor RV Center, they've got an awesome, you know, shop as well and so they just dealt with with equalizer equalizer sent them a brand new um we had a, a arm that went out and so they replaced replaced that so i'm assuming so the drawer that's going to be obviously in leisure travel van they built that the propane sensor i don't know if they're going to have to replace that i don't even know if they're going to be able to recreate it i'm sure they're just going to say we didn't see anything wrong with it because yeah. they're not going to be able to recreate it um yeah, and then I've got a couple of my arms that are um, the the hydraulic cylinders that hold up the outdoor bay. What do you call those? The um, the outdoor bay. Well, not the, the yeah the hydraulic arms. Yeah, the hydraulic arms. Yeah, yeah, the struts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those I've got two of them that aren't holding the doors up, and it's only a year and a half old. So. Gotcha. So hopefully they'll re- they'll replace those. Um, and but when then, you're driving it, it feels solid. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, no. The only thing I was really surprised about was that drawer, the the that kind of falling apart. Yeah, really yeah. surprised about that. So you were out with your upgraded lithium. How did that? How did that work when well, you were actually out there experimenting with it? It was great. I mean, so what I really use my lithium for is because it was still hot during the day. I mean, when we got up to Creed, which is at eighty eight hundred feet i mean it got it was in the 70s but while we were in oklahoma yeah when we were in texas when we were in amarillo area it was still in the 90s and so we pull over for lunch we pull over and leave the dogs in there and stuff and i'm able to just kick that air conditioner on yeah it is so nice i mean yeah i love my lithionics batteries and the fact that i know that i'm never going to run out of power yeah so so when you first got your RV, you couldn't do that. How many amp hours did you have? So it came with AGM, which is um, glass map batteries, you know, um, 100 amp hours. But with AGMs or lead acid, you really get half of that because the second you go below 50%, you know, it, gotcha. it starts damaging the battery. I mean, you can you can run it one time for sure all the way down. You know, you'll have power. 
but then it won't recharge. It recharges like 80%. And then it just, then it just damages the battery. So, so whenever you have AGM or lead acid, which comes stock from the factory, um, you never want to run it below 50%. So if you have a hundred, if you have two 100 amp hour batteries, that means you have a hundred amp hours usable. Gotcha. When you have lithiums, if you have two 100 amp hour batteries or the lithionics are like one thirties, um, you have uh, about 90% of that, that, you know, that you, that is usable. So you never ever feel like you're, you need to monitor your batteries. So when you got glass mat or you've got lead acid, you're like looking at those volts, you know, how many, is it 12, I think 12.5 is where you, you know, you start freaking out. Yep. Um, So, so before the upgrade, if you wanted AC during the day, you just run in the engine. You had to either run the generator yep. or be plugged in. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's more limiting. Yeah. And the generator is is loud. And so you pull into somewhere. If you're in a Walmart parking lot, I mean, you could, you could turn it on. It's just going to be annoying as heck, you know, and there's, yep. gonna, there's lots of places that don't allow you to run a generator. Um, and so if you want to turn your air conditioner on, you got to turn on that loud generator. Hopefully that you can turn it on, that you're in, in an area that allows you to do it. And I have a generator, I have a diesel generator. Um, but here's the thing, the diesel generator is eight grand. Okay. Okay. So if you order a leisure travel van today and you want the diesel generator, $8,000. That's a big upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money. It is. Except for the fact that power is everything. Okay, yeah. I mean, the way we live our lives today, um, I, I think if you were to tell campers or RVers 30 years ago, yeah, I've got to, I've got to charge my phone, I've got to have internet, I've got to, they'd laugh at you, yeah. you know. But today, it is almost so necessary to have power. And yeah. so, um, if I had it to do all over again, knowing what I know now, I would yeah. not order the diesel generator. Okay. Because now my lithium battery supplies me the immediate power I need for say running the air conditioner for a few hours um, or on a nice day, run it for six, seven hours Yeah, um, that it's, you know, cycling on and off, but on a hundred degree day, I can run, I can run my air conditioner for a couple hours. Yeah. And yeah. that's generally all you need to keep your pets safe. If you're going out, you know, if you're, if you're parked on the side of the road, eating lunch or sightseeing, something like that and want to leave the pets in it, it's, it's perfect. So if I had to do it all over today, I would not order that $8,000 generator. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so you can get a propane generator for half that, four grand. Gotcha. I would probably That's get the backup. Four, yeah, I would get the four grand generator for backup. And then, you know. Primarily use the lithium upgrade. Yeah, and then pound the rest of that on so lithium. So there's probably a bunch of different companies. Why did you, how did you discover lithionics? Like, why did you land on on that for your upgrade? Well, I had, I had bought Battleborn at first. Because if you look, Battleborn is the, they have done, they have given away millions of dollars of batteries to all of these RV, RV influencers, creators, right? So anytime you turn on YouTube and it's a guy with an RV with a big channel, they're running Battleborn. They're wearing a Battleborn t-shirt, a Battleborn hat. Well, Battleborn did some great guerrilla marketing. I mean, they really got their name out there. And I thought Battleborn was who was, you know, you were supposed to go to. Um, and then I learned about Lithionics, Okay. Well, Lithionics, um, everything that, and Battleborns are good batteries, don't get me wrong. In fact, Leisure Travel Van, they use Battleborns. Um, so Dragonfly is what you see on the, on the Leisure Travel Van website. Okay. Except Dragonfly is the 
parent company to Battleborn. Gotcha. Battleborn are the um, consumer brand batteries. Dragonfly is what they call their OEM batteries. That's who they sell to Leisure Travel Van or to Winnebago, whoever it may be. So same product, different Same brand. product, just yep. a different, just like GMC, Chevrolet. Same product, yep. different badging. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, but what I like, but the Lithionics, it's a higher end battery, number one. They're going to have more amp hours in the same footprint of the battery. Okay. So, for instance, a Battleborn battery or Dragonfly battery is 100 amp hours. Well, with the Lithionics, it's going to be the same size in their smaller battery, but they're 125. Is it 125 or 130? Yeah. One, one of those two. So you get, yeah. so you basically get a quarter more in the same size. Well, when you're talking about a leisure travel van, size is everything because we have limited area. So yeah. what? So when I learned about the 315, so you get 315 amp hours. So it's more than three battleborns in the size of a compartment that fits two. Wow. I'm like, yeah. That's so I huge. get, yeah. So I get an extra. I get a whole extra battery. So I have 300 uh, usable hours wow. in one battery that fits in the bay, in the footwell of my leisure travel van. So how, what was that upgrade like? How complicated was it? Like what are all the different components you needed to be able to Well, if you're just you doing, got? if you're doing bad, so you got to ask yourself, do I want to run my air conditioner off battery or do I not want to? Okay. If you don't, if you don't care about that, if you live in Canada or up in the north, where, you know, it's not a hundred degree, like today it's going to be here in Dallas. It's October. Yeah. What? October, October the 7th? 7th. And today is going to be like 94. It's crazy. Yeah. So if you live here in Texas, yeah, I'm running. If, if I stop for an hour, I got to turn that air conditioner on for my dogs. If Janet yeah. wants to go into an antique shop and park on the side of the road and in this little town, you can't run your generator there. Yeah. But we, we want to leave the dogs in. Well, I can't. So if you want to run your air conditioner, it's it's more of an upgrade. You got to upgrade the inverter. Okay. So I have a 3,000 watt inverter. It came with Leisure Travel Van supplies a 2,000 watt inverter. Okay. So even with their lithium upgrade now that they have, which they started in 21, I believe, whenever I was ordering, they didn't even offer that. This is This is relatively new. So they have a 2,000 watt inverter not powerful enough to run the air conditioner. Gotcha. Okay. Um, it'll run your microwave by itself, right? You can run your microwave by itself off that 2000 watt inverter. But with a 3000 watt inverter, I can run my air conditioner. I can run microwave and everything at the same time. So I had to replace the uh, inverter upgrade to 3000 watts. I replaced the wiring that went from the inverter to the battery to a four-aught wire, gauge wire. Okay. Because it comes from the factory with two-aught. Okay. That 3,000-watt battery, it, that's, that's a safety hazard. That wire's not big enough. Okay. And then a couple, then you upgrade to a 350-amp T-fuse. Um, and so the good thing is uh, a lady named Sandy Johnson, who's a genius, she has comp- she she has, does this for free to the community. She okay. has a complete diagram, instructions, photos, a complete wiring diagram. Right. So this could be DIY. Could be DIY. Yeah, she does it all DIY. A lot of people do it. Me, no. Gotcha. So <laughs> that would be me too. <laughs> so go to a professional. Uh, yeah, electricity. 
I, that's not my game. I can probably, you know, put in a new water pump if I had to, but, um, yeah. uh, you know, redo an inverter, everything. Um, and so I took mine to my dealer, Vought, in Fort Worth. About how much did that run you? Um, well, I can tell you this. They did it wrong. Okay. <laughs> they weren't ready for it. They're they not. haven't done that before. And this is what I say. And, and we ha- on PagosaSupply.co, we have all of uh, Sandy has provided all of this, this documentation instruction manual. And I'm telling you, it's a detailed instruction manual. I think she's a NASA engineer or something like that. She's, she's a genius. And uh, she provides all of this for free to the community. It's on the Facebook. And it's in the file section on the Facebook Leisure Travel Van. It's on our website. It's on the Sprinter forums. Um, she provides this for free. Um, and so one of the reasons she wrote this is because Vaught did mine wrong. Uh-huh. Completely did it wrong. Did a safety hazard issue, right? How'd you know that? Because she saw it. Oh, and she goes, she Brandon, you got, a, the work. Uh, yeah, you got a problem. You know, gotcha. that's I sent her some photos and things. Um, and so now what I'm recommending everybody that upgrades this, if you're having a dealer, no matter who you're having do it, have them read this instruction manual. Gotcha. Because you have to change the wiring, you have to change that T-fuse, you cannot use what's in there. Now, it's simple. It's yeah. not rewiring your coach or anything. It's just the wiring from your battery to the inverter and then just um, replacing the T-fuse which, with a much larger one. So you feel pretty confident if somebody like took this manual from Sandy, brought it to a mechanic that works on RVs, that they'd be like, oh yeah, this is it, and they would have like a really good install. They would be they would be educated on what it actually takes. Gotcha. Because Vought was not educated on what it took. Man, that's awesome. They, Sandy created that. Yeah. So let's go back. If you if you don't want to run your air conditioner off battery, okay, it's just a battery swap out. And that you can keep can the do, wiring, you yeah. keep the T fuse, and keep the inverter, everything. You just put in whatever battery you purchase. You just slide that in. Attach the positive and the negatives and you're done. 15 minutes, maybe. Yeah. I mean, depending on, you know. Yeah, the complexity. It, the complexity of it. But, um, but yeah, it's just a battery swap out. But if you want it, if you want, which, you know, me, I, I, my saying is if you're going to be a bear, yeah, be a grizzly bear. Yeah. So I upgraded the inverter. You know, I wanted to run my air conditioning, which we have used so much. Yeah. Totally worth it. And like yep. I said, if I had to go back and do it all over again, I would save 4000 on the generator from the $4,000 by a $4,000 propane generator, not an $8,000 diesel generator. And with that extra four grand, now then you're on your way to the full inverter upgrade. batteries, yep. you know, full, you know, and then it's basically the same price. So it's one of those upgrades where you didn't know how much you're going to use it, but now that you actually have it, you use it way more than you ever thought you would. Yeah. I don't ever start my generator anymore. So I have yeah. an $8,000 generator I never use. Wow. Yeah. Because I don't have to. <laughs> Sounds like an awesome upgrade. Yeah. And now, if I ever come in where I need that generator, if I need to run that air conditioner for eight hours, then that yeah. generate that's what that generator's for. Yeah, then it'll kick on. Yeah, so that's what the generator's for. So if I need, uh, you know, if I did need to charge my batteries, that generator, that's what it's for. But that propane generator does the same exact thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just a different fuel source. Just, you know, there's there's lots of, you know, debate over propane versus diesel. But if you're, if you're using your diesel eight hours a day, every day, then get the diesel. It's going to last longer. The fuel source is more readily available, easier to get everything. So, so how do you know how much charge your battery has? Well, in, in with the lithionics, I have an iPhone app. 
Okay. Tells me exactly. Tells me, I mean, it's a, it's a great feature. And that's also built in. With the Battleborns, you have to put in a smart shunt. Gotcha. An yeah, extra get, upgrade. Yeah, extra upgrade. A couple hundred bucks probably to get ever, all of that going. Um, and so you, uh, but the Lithionics is all built in. It's, it's got an on off switch even, um, which Battleborns don't. It's got internal heating in that 315, mm. you know, which is great because you can't charge a battery under 32 degrees or you'll damage it. Um, and so it's got an internal heater. So it's got a built in heater on-off switch, built-in Bluetooth, and then... It's nice. Yeah. It's like then, a luxury product. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And so I just click on... And then um, Lithionics also has the ion gauge, which is you can put in if you want. Um, in fact, I talked to some folks in, in, in Colorado recently. They're upgrading theirs to the Lithionics, and they're getting that ion gauge, um, which is basically a, a, a... It tells you everything the iPhone app does but on a gauge inside your coach. Like the, a physical it's a device. Phys, yeah. yeah, it's a physical device that we sell on the website. But I, I don't need it. I just I just pop my phone on. And so I don't I didn't I didn't feel like going through and running the wiring and everything for that. But uh but yeah, so it's easy. So if Lithionics is kind of like the more premium version on, on the battery side is like the Mercedes Benz chassis, like the more premium version on the actual ride side, or what are the differences between that and the Ford? Well, yeah, so that's a whole nother debate so the ford the the ford transit now is rivaling the mercedes if you were to ask me two years ago uh should i get a wonder or should i get a unity well i would say it's all about the mercedes versus the ford so the mercedes um they have adaptive cruise control they've got you know all of the safety features they've got so much you know they had so many more luxuries luxury driving features than the Ford had. Well, Ford did a recent upgrade to their transit chassis. What year was that? Did they introduce Last year. Okay. Yeah. And so now people are starting to get these wonders that have all-wheel drive, Mm -hmm. a gas engine instead of diesel, which, you know, is a positive in several areas and, and a negative in some areas, but adaptive cruise control, you know, automatic wiper, you know, some of the things that are, we just take for granted with our cars these days yeah. that Mercedes already had in it. I couldn't drive without adaptive cruise. Yeah. I mean, I've done it now. I've turned that on because I've got, yeah, I've got a Tesla that, you know, it drives itself, you know, my wife's Volvo, it drives itself and, you know, adaptive cruise. And, and now in my RV, I also have that. Takes the stress out of driving. Oh man, so much stress out of driving. And it's just, and I, I just, my unity is a dream to drive. Yeah. A literal dream. to. I look forward to it. I can drive that thing for seven, eight hours. Not, and I am not tired. Comfortable. Comfortable. Easy. Yep. The electronic steering is incredible. And so now Ford has actually updated their transit chassis to where the wonders have so many of these features. And so is there pe- any differences now between the Ford and the, yeah, I mean the, the, yeah, the Ford s- sits lower, you know, I don't know if that, and that's now when you're going off, off the, the beaten path, it's a big deal. Yeah. You know, you can knock something off. In fact, this last trip, we knocked off the, uh, the black tank extension, mm-hmm. You know, I went, I went on a, uh, we were actually pulling into a laundromat in Pagosa Springs and, um, I scraped Uh-oh. and that was the black tank extension broke. 
Uh-oh. Which was, it's a $10 product on Amazon, so I got a new one, so it wasn't that big deal. But on the, the Wonder, it's so much lower. And so you cannot take a steep of drives. Or if you're going down a logging road or some di- to do some dispersed camping, yeah, rock is going to be a little more damaging that, uh, you know, the Unity might drive over. So, I mean, there are still several differences. Leisure travel vans, you know, the, the inside of the Unity is, uh, the, it's upgraded. It's got ducted air conditioning, whereas the Wonder doesn't. I mean, there's, there's, there's lots of little things that the uh, Unity does that the, that the Wonder doesn't. But as far as like from the chassis perspective, the gap is narrowing. Oh, way gap. Yeah. yeah. In fact, a lot of people are saying, I, I'll take the, the Wonder because it's a gas engine now, not a diesel. And because it has all wheel drive. Gotcha. So what are the most, I guess, essential upgrades that you've made that you said, without a doubt, 100% say you have to do this, 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 and this the second you get your, your vehicle? And the first one is a soft start okay, for the air conditioning. And a lot of people, you know, don't really realize until they, they try it. If you plug your coach into, you know, your home plug, like when I'm at home and we're packing up or whatever, you know, I plug in... I plug my RV into the garage plug, right? Which is a 20 amp service. Well, without a soft start installed in your air conditioning, then you're going to blow your breaker in your house because it takes more than 20 amps to start that, um, that air conditioner. A soft start eases that. Gotcha. Okay. So the soft start is the very first thing I did, which I had read that I, cause I knew I wanted to plug in at my house without in without having a 30 amp service you know installed is that an easy dyi upgrade or it, also requires some mechanical help for a normal person yes for me no i had okay. it done <laughs> <laughs> i i had it done but so how much is a soft start um i think you can get them on the website i think they're oh boy i think they're like two three hundred out two fifty maybe Something in that range. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So we have a deal. In fact, we have a deal with Soft Start RV where you can get $30 off. So, um, but it's there right. on PagosaSupply.co. That's not bad. That's a good, good little upgrade. What else? Yeah. Um, then, of course, lithium. Yeah. You know, unless you just know you're going to be in an RV park all the time. Yeah. If yeah. you're going, if you're going RV park to RV park, I'd say, you, you know, unless you just want the biggest, baddest rig you can have then that's not, don't spend the money for it. Gotcha. But for us, no, I want to, you know, I want to, I want to go off and, and go into dispersed camping. I want to make sure that I've got the power that I need, you know, and it's not all about running the air conditioner. It's, it's just about not worrying about power. Yeah. RVing's not fun if you're worried. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't want to worry. So it's, yeah. it's worth the money to yeah. not worry. I read it's about a, having a good experience. If you're stressed about if you're, if you're not having a good experience, then you have spent a lot of money to be stressed out. Yeah, yeah. And so RVing is about, you know, de, you know, detaching from the stress of life. Yeah. And unfortunately, for some people, it creates more stress. Yeah. And so you need to figure out how to make sure that you're not stressed out. Yeah. Well, it's been fun because even the little upgrades that that you want, but you couldn't find on the market, you've endeavored to, we're going to solve this problem ourselves. So we had a hit with the little cutting boards. That's been a huge success. Just they fit right there in the sink. Yeah. People saver. love their cutting boards. Yeah. And that's, um, you know, cause you and I have known each other a long time and, and we've always tried to figure out 
man, what, what kind of business can we do together? Cause you know, Ben is, a, Ben's a genius. He, I mean, he's, uh, he's a sharp dude. And so I'm like, Hey, let's, let's try to make cutting boards. Yeah. And so, so I would always pitch Brandon a hundred different ideas. Yeah. He didn't want to do any of my ideas. <laughs> Came to me with this cutting board idea said, all right, if this is what it's going to take yeah. for us to work together, let's do it. But it was, it's been a fun project. We learned a lot through yeah, it. Yeah. It's been fun. And so, you know, when we, we started, you know, Pagosa Supply Co. Uh, it's been really, really cool because, you know, everything from the cutting boards to now we're doing the skylight covers. Yeah. In fact, as soon as we get off of this podcast, we're driving we're over to them. a brand new um, Unity Murphy bed, yep. which has the weirdest shaped skylight in the shower. So unusual. With our <laughs> prototype and to see yep. if it fits. So uh, there's a brand new owner that's kind enough that's uh, going to let us you let us test um, this. So, um, yep. That's yeah. been a fun project too. I'm excited about the skylight covers. We've gone through probably five different potential manufacturers, dozens of different samples to try to get I, on yeah, the I'll, ideal I'll come into the I'll come into the office and all of a sudden there's about five boxes from China yeah. that you've got all these <laughs> prototypes coming in and so uh, so yeah we're we're looking forward to that but th- yeah that's just been fun to you know everything from the YouTube channel to now we're gonna do this podcast yeah um, you know the products and everything I just you know I just love RVing and and yeah. uh, you you know I think you're eventually you're gonna get one. Hey, I'm warming up to it. I mean, the, the community has been really cool. Just the supportiveness that you sense in the LTV community online, just the RV community at large has been awesome. Just everybody's so friendly, welcoming. We're going to visit this guy. We never met him, but yeah. he's going to open up his RV to us, let us test our prototype in there. So it's just been a really, really cool group of people to, to see. Yeah, I love it. And uh, in fact, when I was in, in Colorado, across the, the, we were at this RV park in Crete, and across the way was this big Integra, you know, anthem. Um, and there was a guy on the roof. So I just went over there and said hi to him or something like that. It turns out that his uh, son and, son-in-law and daughter run the leader travel van Rocky Mountain um, oh, wow. uh, chapter. So um, Kurt and Teresa Pennington. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. Shout so, out Kurt and Teresa if you're watching this. Yeah, so I just randomly I was you know uh, parked across from their from their their dad and he and I we talked all week while we were there. Great guy and um, really really enjoyed that. But that's how the RV community is. It is the most friendly, welcoming uh, group of people in the world. Yeah, so it's fantastic. So now we're coming into like the fourth quarter of the year. Is this a big time? RVers are out and about going to different destinations. Well, yeah. I mean, especially if you're going to travel, man, because your, your time's coming up because you know, unless you're going to winterize that thing and flush the toilet with antifreeze, then you're not going to be using it. So, gotcha. you know, mine goes, it goes straight back to National Indoor RV Center and sits there until, you know, hibernates the spring. For the winter. It hibernates <laughs> till the spring. Uh, but yeah, so we, we've got a couple more trips that we're going to, we're going to go out and, and take before it gets too cold. And, um, but yeah, I think, in fact, the RV park I was at, you know, last week, it was packed. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was people, people, you know, watching the leaves turn and, and so now well, y'all it, let us know in the comments where y'all think is a great place to go visit in this time of the year. Uh, now we're kind of coming into the middle of October into November, where are some awesome spots that we should check out or consider RVing to? Yeah, 100%. I'd love to hear that. because I, And I can tell you right now, September, go to Southwest Colorado. Go to Colorado. Watch the Aspens turn. Mm. The most beautiful. In fact, I've got some great pictures on Instagram at 
Pagosa underscore adventures. Go check them out. They're pretty cool. But uh, anyway, well, that's 31 minutes there, Ben, 32 minutes. So I guess we better wrap that up. I don't know if anybody made it all the way to the end, but if you did, thank you. Thanks for checking it out, guys. Um, We'll be doing this more. Give us some ideas on some topics you'd like to hear us discuss in this podcast. And thanks for tuning in.